Here's a message from Ken Lavica. Another goat is calling it quits, but just how goat was this goat? Stone the Banowitz hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken Lavica Live. What? Did we just become best friends? Yup. You want to go do karate in the garage? Yup. Turn it up. Turn it up! Now, live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Ken Lavica Live on ESPN 1063. Roger Federer is calling it a career. That's it. Just a couple of weeks after Serena said, I'm out, it's Roger Federer. Tennis losing two of its most recognizable stars, but I'm trying to figure out how to explain to the layman the career of Roger Federer because I think that discussion is a little bit more complicated than what it might appear to be on its face. I'll explain in a second. Ken Levick alive on a Thursday here on ESPN 106.3, free ESPN app and on your smart speaker. And a John Levine Action and Attorney Studios, downtown West Palm Beach, Phillips Point Towers, right off of the hot and always terribly uncomfortable intracoastal. Stone Lebanowitz, Friday Night Lights, Radio Life Partner. He is running this catastrophe until 2 o'clock. Thursday means day two of the Jeanette Javier experience. She is the Dominican queen, and she is with us for the next two hours here on Ken Levick Alive. All right, so a couple of of, uh, different things I need to take care of before we really dive in here. First of all, breaking news presented by St. Lucie Battery and Tire Stone. This is official, right? Like this This is official now? It's absolutely official. I mean, he wouldn't come out and say anything. So he said it? Yeah. As far as who? Roger Federer? No, 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 no. Sorry. I'm talking about the Canes. It is definitely official. Did, so the, did his, the school announce it? School's not announced it, but his, right. his pops took to Instagram. Okay. And as far as, you know, verified blue check mark guys on Twitter like David Wilson and stuff, it's starting to hit the so Twittersphere. There are reports, confirmed reports, not official yet from Miami, but Xavier Restrepo, Canes wide receiver, has broken his foot. Broke his foot in, in practice. practice. Mm-hmm. So Xavier Restrepo has broken his foot in practice, and I would imagine that's probably a season-ending injury for Restrepo. Going to have to be. Definitely not going to play against Texas A&M on Saturday. So, Kane's wide receiver, there are reports trickling out. The school hasn't made it official, but now there's social media posts all over the place. Xavier Restrepo, Miami wide receiver, has broken his foot. And uh, how long he's out, not sure. Could be season-ending. Definitely not playing Saturday night at Texas A&M. That's one thing to get out of the way. Now, two. So yesterday, Jeanette was extolling the virtues of pumpkin spice and why it's so great and why it's so grand and why, hey, it's September. It's still the throes of summer here in South Florida, but it's pumpkin spice season. And you were adamant about this. I mean, you went after the president of this company, Steve Politziner, and demanded he show respect to pumpkin spice. Absolutely, and I'm going to buy him his first pumpkin spice because of the atrocity stated. And if, <laughs> I, if I remember correctly, you guys went out on a limb and made a bet. Tell us how that bet went. Um, let me look at the Twitter poll Oh, there was the poll. Right Wait, what was the I poll? I wrote what's, the Twitter poll. It was what's better, pumpkin spice or peppermint, peppermint mocha? mocha? Which is trash. I also saw someone reply to you on Twitter and call it peppy mocha. You, do I don't people even do know that? what that is. Yeah, they do. Peppy Moak? <laughs> Go ask somebody sitting in Starbucks in the drive through window with the headset on how many times they get Peppy Moak. I'm sure it's over a dozen times Jesus a day. Jesus God, man. Come up with something better. 
So apparently uh, America has chalk. terrible taste. Our listeners have terrible taste uh-huh. because uh, pepper, peppermint mocha mm-hmm. lattes. Peppy mocha. Pokey mocha. Peppy mocha. Peppy 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 Moke. Is winning by 76.5%. Oh, boy. So there is a pumpkin spice backlash. Whatever. More for me. All right. So I always say all the time, this radio show, the cast of characters we have, we're a family, and I'm never willing to just close my mind to something, okay? I like to think. I I, I walk through life with an open mind. So... No, you don't. (laughs) <laughs> I, That's sometimes how we're I do. Us? Okay. Sometimes okay. I do. So it depends. If you have a terrible football take, don't. Yeah, I'm close minded to that. Uh, okay. But I'm talking about culinary things, okay? Just culinary things. So, Jeanette has bought us our own pumpkin spice lattes. Is that? Yes, okay. PSLs. <laughs> Not to be confused with Port St. Lucie. <laughs> or um, uh, private seat licenses. Jets fans, shout out. So, never again. I decided. That fine. I'm going to give it a shot. Can I give a shout out to Stone, too, that he dressed up for the occasion? I know he's wearing a bright orange UM shirt, but I'm pretty sure he got so hype about <laughs> trying his first pumpkin spice latte that he wanted to dress like a pumpkin. Yeah, now that I remember waking up, that's exactly how it went down in my head. In exactly. your subconscious, you're like, oh, it's pumpkin spice day. Let's mm-hmm. put on an orange shirt. It's PSL it's day. great. You do look like a big bald jack-o'-lantern today. That is an orange shirt. Big weekend. Big, big weekend big for Kane's weekend. Fan. No restrepo, but Big weekend. <laughs> big weekend. Um, so, so Jeanette went to uh, the you know the coffee chain that you would the most popular assume. chain yeah. with the best. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to give them free pub. They don't pay me to talk about them. So, <laughs> but that that big chain with the mermaid. Okay, and uh, she got us pumpkin spice lattes. And so I haven't tried it yet. I've never had anything pumpkin spice, and I sure as bleep haven't had anything pumpkin spice in the month of September. Okay, but I told Jeanette I was going to give this a shot. Now you know I try to stay away from a lot of sugar, right? I try to, I try. Says the man who got whole milk. Well, whole don't milk. Don't take your sip, first sip, so I want to hear it on air. Yeah, yeah. It, don't don't ruin the surprise. Oh, he, look how eager he is to try his pumpkin <laughs> I know. spice. He's like, Ooh. He's dressed up for the event. He's <gasps> eager to try it. I'm pumped for and pumpkin. And just so everybody knows, I spoiled these two, and I got Ken his whole milk and Stone his oat milk. And by the way, whole milk is good for you. I'll explain in a moment. All right, so let, I'm going to try this. Uh, do we do we cheers? Do we? How do we do this here? Hey, Should I do cheers. that? All right, all right, here. I'm just going to come around the room here. You guys stay where you're at. Hey, Uh, Jeanette, cheers. Cheers to your pumpkin spice. I am so honored to provide this moment. Cheers to your pumpkin spice. Hold on. Let me get by the microphone so I can get back to... uh, This is what you brought me to the show for, to create such culinary moments and spectaculars like this. I understand. Thank you for refining my tastes. All right, here we go. PSL, pumpkin spice latte. Here we go. He's taking the sip. Savoring Mm. it a little bit. You know what? Mm-hmm. It's not terrible. Boom, baby! Stop! I actually... I mean, it's good stuff. It's good stuff. You know stuff. what? I think that the sweet the sweet of the latte kind of... It, it evens out the pumpkin flavor. You have a little pumpkin, but it's not overwhelming pumpkin. Yeah, you get a it's, little cinnamony in yeah, there, too. Like that's, yeah, and, and that's why I don't like pumpkin pie. There's too much pumpkin. Like, I get it. But I don't like it. But this, this is like if you put pumpkin pie in like a bowl of cream. Mm. Mm, it is. It's not bad at all. If I had to channel my inner Dave Portnoy, I'd go uh, 7-1 here. 7-1. Wow. I don't know what that means. Is that a scale of 1 to 10? I don't know what Portnoy does. Is that his pizza thing? Yeah, it is oh, his okay. pizza thing. Don't act like you don't know about Dave Portnoy's pizza I don't pizza know what a 7-1 was. 7.1? 7.1 out of 10. It's not the Richter scale. <laughs> so I'd give it a 7.1 out of 10. 
All right. Yeah, I, I, I'm probably in the same ballpark. Would I get it all the time? No. Is it my favorite <laughs> latte? No. But is it vomit-inducing? No. Is it better than a pep- Peppy Mocha or whatever it is? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it is. I would take this over a Peppy Mocha. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to drink minty stuff. Mint is for toothpaste. Yeah, it is. It's not for drink. Yeah, this is good. My this job is good. here is done. This is good. All right. All right. All right. Now September's still too early for pumpkin spice. What? No. But this is okay. This is okay, Jeanette. Thank you. You've expanded my my culinary horizons. It's what and I'm I here for. That. It's what I'm here for. Welcome to fall in Florida. I don't think I'm going to finish all of it because I don't want all Pass of that it over sugar. Here, baby. Okay, here you go. No, can. take some more. Okay, fine. I'll keep. I'll I'll drink like half of it and then I'll feel guilty about myself for the rest of the day. But still, that's what I'm here. It's for. good. Yeah. All right. Well, good. That's out of the way now. So the pumpkin spice experiment. Jeanette's very happy. Canes fans, I'm sorry that I started the show with bad news for you with Xavier Restrepo. And Stone, how much is that going to affect the Canes Saturday against Texas A&M, do you think? Personally, I would say not that much, right? It's just next man up mentality. And Jacoby George is coming off a two-game suspension. So that's one of their wideouts, one of their key guys. I expect him to have a good game, but I don't think it affects them that much. And I think Canes fans will hate me for that. Okay. Well, I don't think they'll hate you. I think that's good news. If you think that they'll be able to overcome that, that's good. We'll talk about the Canes plenty tomorrow. But I want to start with Roger Federer retiring. So... Uh, getting ready this morning, getting ready to leave the house, and all of a sudden I see all of my my notifications on my phone just blow up. The ESPN app, the athletic, everything mm-hmm. is just notification, push notifi- uh, notification, push notification all over my phone, exploding. Uh, and Roger Federer released a video, and this is what Roger Federer had to say on all of his social media outlets. Today, I want to share some news with all of you. As many of you know, the past three years have presented me with challenges in the form of injuries and surgeries. I've worked hard to return to full competitive form, but I also know my body's capacities and limits and its message to me lately has been clear. I am 41 years old. I've played more than 1,500 matches over 24 years. Tennis has treated me more generously than I ever would have dreamt and now I must recognize when it is time to end my competitive career. The Labour Cup next week in London will be my final ATP event. I will play more tennis in the future, of course, but just not in Grand Slams or on the Tour. This is a bittersweet decision because I will miss everything the Tour has given me. But at the same time, there is so much to celebrate. I consider myself one of the most fortunate people on earth. I was given a special talent to play tennis, and I did it at a level that I never imagined for much longer than I ever thought possible. So... Roger Federer announcing that after next week, the Labor Cup, that's it. He's done. He's not going to compete in a Grand Slam anymore. He doesn't think his body can hold up through the trials and tribulations of a long run in a Grand Slam any longer. And so, Jeanette, I would say you and I are tennis novices. Like, I watch tennis. I, I know who's good. I know who's not. I know the, 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 le- the, the brevity of, of which tournament is which. Um, but we're not like hardcore unless no. it's a grand slam and especially deep into a grand slam or like Coco Golf or the Williams sisters. Yeah. Or, or, or now like Alcaraz I'll watch like that's good appointment viewing. Other than that, I like, sort of whatever stones into it. Stones oh, hardcore, right? He knows everything. Stone loves tennis. He loves to put money on tennis. He likes to cheer for He'll tennis. He'll text us at four o'clock in the yeah, morning. Yeah. 4am with tennis highlights. Exactly. Mm-hmm. He's that guy. <laughs> yeah. But if Roger Federer was walking by our Anna John Levine action in attorney studios, you would unequivocally know immediately who you're looking at. Maybe after like a double take. 
Okay. Not like on first. Really? Yeah, not on first. I think Roger Federer is one of the more recognizable international sports faces. He most definitely is. Um, I don't think so. You really? don't know so. Roger no. Federer is one of Take the most the recognizable faces. No, I don't think it is no bias here. We're talking about Roger Federer here. What I about Rafael Nadal? So. Would you know Rafael Nadal, Nadal right away? Yes. Okay. I think it's more like just preference of person. No, it's not preference of person. It's a, it's an honest... You just know, would know Nadal over Federer. Yeah, especially if any of the Williams sisters walked by. Sure. 100%. You know what? I would even bat an eye. I actually think that that's good for this conversation because Roger Federer, I think many would say, is the GOAT because he's got the look. He had the elegance. He had the class, right? He is far and away the crowd favorite. Even going up against someone like Nadal, Federer, was the favorite. He was everything that was right with the sport. I would argue for the last 25 years, he's been the face of tennis, right? We're talking 18 ATP Tour fan favorite awards, right? So even in years that he's not playing on the tour, he wins the same award Tiger Woods does, right? And he doesn't have to play. He's just a fan favorite, and he wins that vote. 103 career titles for Roger Federer. 82% of the time, he won when he played over his career. 20 grand slams. But this is where you start to wonder, is Roger Federer the GOAT? Because the grand slam number especially, it's not the best number out there. Rafael Nadal right now has 22 grand slam titles. Novak Djokovic has 21 grand slam titles. He's third all time, Roger Federer is. As he approached 20, people were saying, oh, this will never be touched. And then it was immediately. Surpassed by Nadal. And now Djokovic passed him and is knocking on Nadal's door. And so the discussion of is Fed the GOAT, is Fed retiring the GOAT, is complicated because he's been the face of the sport. I think he's the most recognizable face in the sport. But someone like Jeanette says, no, I'd recognize Nadal over Federer. Some might say I'd recognize Djokovic over Nadal and Federer. I would recognize the Joker over Federer. So this is where... I'm trying to figure out where Federer sits in the pantheon of his own sport, let alone international sports, just all-time sportsmen. What about tennis? And Stephen A. Smith, noted tennis connoisseur, Stephen A. Smith, by the way, uh, he talked about Roger Federer on First Take earlier today. Listen, he's one of the greatest ever. He's phenomenal in every way. He's a 20-time champion. And when you think about the all-time greats in tennis, he's on that list. He's in that discussion with Jokovic. Nadal and others, obviously, you think about the San Francisco of the world, you go back to the days of Mac and Rowan, Jimmy Connors and others. Uh, Federer is clearly one of the all-time greats. There's no denying that. He's handled himself with class throughout his career. He's upheld the sport of tennis in a very pristine fashion. It's just, uh, you know, and he's 41 years old. It's just that uh, it, you know, my only thing is I'm always sad when injuries or something force somebody out as opposed to somebody saying, okay, I have my time. I'm good. It's time for me to walk away. Obviously, he's accepted. He's resigned himself to that decision. It's the right one. His body has told him so. Um, but but in the end, he, he's clearly somebody that wishes he could play a little bit longer, but just can't at the level he wants to because injuries won't allow it. But I'm grateful to him because he's one of the all-time greats. He's phenomenal. I am trying to figure out if you wanted to, like me and Jeanette, if you're a casual tennis fan, you follow it in its biggest moments, and you're not hardcore following every tournament like Stone does or Josh Cohen does, how do you describe 
Roger Federer's career. And who would you compare it to? And I think the best way to do that to the tennis layman is to put it in NFL quarterback terms or in all-time great NBA player terms. Who is the comparison to Roger Federer when we're talking NFL quarterbacks all-time or all-time NBA greats? There's no disputing Roger Federer is an all-time great, right? He's a GOAT. He has been the fan favorite. He has been the face. But statistically, he's not. So I'm trying to figure out what the proper comparison is. What's the human analogy from an NFL quarterback or an all-time NBA great standpoint? And the name that keeps coming to mind for me with Federer is that he's the tennis version of Peyton Manning. He was, for a while, perhaps the best in his sport, but then got passed up by Nadal, Tom Brady, in Peyton Peyton Manning's instance. Um, Someone who was still competing at a high level, Started to tail off. Injuries took their toll and eventually had to step away. Leaves is not the greatest of all time. I don't think anybody right now is saying Peyton Manning's the greatest quarterback to ever play, but certainly have them in their all-time top five. Peyton Manning, I think, is probably my comparison for who Roger Federer would be, if you want to put it from that standpoint. Like, you're following where I'm going here, right, Jeanette? Like, I'm just trying to make sure, like, people like us, because there's a lot more people like us, I think, than, like, Stone, to contextualize Roger Federer's career. For sure, and I think, for me at least, a basketball equivalent of that would be somebody like Vince Carter. Okay. Who, granted, he doesn't have the championship rings, but he's one of the best shooters ever in the game. Right. And sometimes when you see him, you have to be like, I know that guy. How do I know that guy? Where do I know him from? Yeah. Oh, that's Vince Carter. And then you're like, oh, yeah, that's the dude with the dunks and everything. See, that's funny because that's that's how Jeanette's mind works. Because unlike me, where Roger Federer could walk in here and be like, oh, my God. She would have to double take. And so for her, Vince Carter is the player she double take. Be like, wait. Oh, hey, that's Vince Carter. That's that, funny. That that's would, funny how your mind translates that. That would be me with Federer. Okay. And it, you're right, though. Vince Carter doesn't have the the championships. Now, the NBA one's a little trickier. The NBA one's a little more difficult because there's been one player so dominant, so championship-heavy over the last 20 years in the NBA, LeBron, or at least going to the finals. Yeah, but in terms of recognition, everybody would recognize Curry. Everybody would recognize Leonard. Every, like Kyle Lowry. Yeah. I think that's another good example. Where He has a championship. Right. With the Miami Heat. Or, but maybe even with that team, Kawhi Leonard is maybe a better example than Kyle Lowry there. Uh, if you want to talk about like positions in the yeah. NBA. But yeah. Can we be serious for a second? If Kawhi Leonard was walking on one sidewalk and Roger Federer was walking down the other, down West Palm Beach, Florida, uh, Roger's being recognized more than a Kawhi Leonard. Sure, but what about your Jeanette? So. I mean, you Jeanette, are I mean, diehard tennis. I, I mean, shame, I, I guess, you know, what, what about Jeanette? I would say shame on you, I guess, if that's the case. If you're recognizing... Are you shaming cool, Jeanette He for did it yesterday. He's going to do it today I again. Mean, He's on th- a roll. There's a guy on the sidewalk who made $80 million last year who didn't even play a single match, and then there's Kawhi Leonard on the other hand. It, I don't it's just, care It's about a little finances. hard for me to swallow, but I do understand, right? I am somebody who watches more so than the layman and for, than the casual, but come on. I mean, we're talking about Roger Federer. Your mother, your father, your mother, your father... Us when we were, you know, eight, My nine, ten years old, like, like know. it was, it was appointment viewing as far as nine p.m. on a Sunday night in the Australian Open final. Like, 
that was what we were tuned in to they watch. They do not play the Australian Open final at 9 o'clock on a Sunday night. Oh, and then, uh, then it'd be a 4 p.m. Like on a Tuesday. 4 in the morning. Yeah, no, not even. I mean, the Australian, Australian Open? Uh, Australian Open, That yeah, was so, the example you used. So I would go. I would Shaming go. Jeanette, and he doesn't even know time zones. I'm just throwing him out there. Apparently, he has something personal going hey. on with me between yesterday I, and today. I, I, go, I, go off, this, Ching. This, go off. This dude deserves the utmost respect from anybody, and we're comparing him to Kawhi Leonard and Vince Carter, but we can continue. Well, well how about this then? From an NBA standpoint, because the NBA conversation, it's. It's difficult because it's been so LeBron heavy, and LeBron's the face of the league. Federer doesn't have the, he has the third most Grand Slams, but he's been the face of tennis. But maybe there's a Dwayne Wade comparison to be made. That's for, a good. I feel like that's a good. Take D Wade out of South Florida uh-huh. and out of Illinois. Mm-hmm. So take him out of Florida and Illinois. Mm-hmm. Throw him in Minnesota. People are recognizing him. Yeah, he's he was a face of the league. He was a face of the big three. He's the one who helped construct the big three. He's got his three championships. Stone, I'm not taking away that Federer is one of the GOAT tennis players of all time. That is stats. That is written in, no pun intended, Stone. But Nice. (laughs) That was pretty good. (laughs) Thank you. You should have just owned it and said that was a pun. Whatever. (laughs) I try to be humble. And (laughs) But if you were to put him in the street, if he were to walk across our studio right now, I wouldn't be like, Oh my God, it's Federer! I'd be like, where, 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 where? Mm. <laughs> and I, and ah, okay, now I know. As opposed to Nadal, I'd be like, oh my God, that's Nadal. So or if one of the Williams sisters walked by, I'd be losing my poop. Yeah. I hear your words. I just think you're in the 20 percentile opposed to the 80. I think the 80, if you were to poll, would say, oh my God, that's Roger Federer, and the 20 would be like, oh my God, I have no idea who that is. I don't think it's or 80, recognize 20, I think. I, I think you're insulated in your tennis bubble. I'm not. I'm trying not to. I'm not, I don't think I am. But, but uh, I think it would be more like a 60-40 for, like, all population. All population. I, you know what? I can go. I can get down with 60-40. Yeah. Like, I think probably 60-40. Um, so, so, I've thrown out there, I think, Peyton Manning. Jeanette kind of got the ball rolling on the NBA here. A Vince Carter. We've evolved to a Kyle Lowry or a Kawhi Leonard. But I think... Jeanette and I have both sort of settled here on a Dwayne Wade comparison to Roger Federer's career. Outside of South Florida, yeah. Yeah, like, right. And I think recognizability is a, is a big part of this, but also achievements and career trajectory. That's where I think there's there's parallels to Peyton Manning. I think there's parallels to Dwayne Wade. Um, so if, we, if you were going to describe Roger Federer, who is retiring next week, to the layman sports fan trying to describe why someone who's so heralded, who's going to get a more emotional send-off, I think, than either Nadal or Djokovic is going to when they announce their respective retirements. No doubt. How do you describe someone who's so held, heralded, held on such a high pedestal, but also statistically is not the greatest player of all time? Who is... The NFL all-time quarterback or the all-time NBA great comparison to Roger Federer. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. You can tweet at us at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. If you're going to name an all-time great NFL quarterback or an all-time great NBA player to make the comparison to what Roger Federer's career was, who would it be? 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. Let's start things off on the phones in Boynton with Larry. Hey, Larry. Hey, Kane. Good afternoon to both you and Jeanette. Appreciate uh, my comparison would be with uh, Tim Duncan. Okay. He, mm-hmm. he was always very professional. He never had any controversy. He won championships. He just always went about things the right way, and 
I would compare him to Roger Federer. Never controversies, always a champion, always did things the right way. I think and that's a that, that's really good put. one. I think Tim Duncan is, Tim Duncan might, Jeanette, be even better than Dwayne yeah, I, Wade. I would agree with Larry on that. Because D. Wade had the whole, uh, the whole break going to knock up another woman and then getting back together with Gabby situation. No um, female safe, I swear. <laughs> No female is safe. Um, Roger Federer definitely, I think, is held up as the the poster boy for tennis because everything he did was so elegant. Everything he did was so moral. He was so clean. That's part of his his allure. Yeah, so his nickname is the Maestro, and I think you could give the same nickname to Tim Duncan. Like, and there's only one Roger Federer, and I think you know for argument's sake, there's only one Tim Duncan. So I, I love the comparison. There. Now, I would argue Roger Federer's game had a, a whole lot more flair and personality than Tim Duncan's <laughs> game did. I mean, that this, yeah, for uh, yeah, I would agree. But some like some of the hook shots, some of the slow moving things that weren't in the game, like to a basketball fanatic or to a big. Those Duncan, were flashy. Yeah. Tim Duncan spoke on the court. Like as far True. as baseline True. shots going off the glass, you know, like that's flashy to, you know, a certain circle of basketball fans, I think. So Dwayne Wade, Tim Duncan, Peyton Manning. What is the comparison? NFL quarterback or all-time NBA great? The comparison, the the the, the one player that you think would best represent the career of Roger Federer. If you're trying to explain Roger Federer, where he sits in the pantheon of tennis. Explain his career, where he's been the face. People are going to be devastated over his retirement, but he doesn't have more Grand Slam wins, and that's the standard, I think, now by which the tennis greats are judged. Just like in golf now, we count the majors. Who would it be? Which NFL quarterback, which all-time NBA great, would be the best comparison to Roger Federer if we were going to describe his career? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Twitter is open, as always, at KLV1063. Where are you sitting on this, Stone? You've kind of heard Jeanette and I go back and forth, and Jeanette and I sort of workshopped our NBA version. And by the way, credit to Jeanette for jumping in the NBA pool, because that, I think, is a lot more difficult it is. to find a comparison because of the whole LeBron aspect than than NFL quarterbacks. Where do you sit in this discussion? So personally, this one was easy. I would go Aaron Rodgers, right? Because we all continuously talk about the ring talk, right? And I think he's the people's goat. In the past few years, right, socially and his personality has driven everybody the opposite way. But I think if you're talking to guys, X's and O's guys, yeah, you're talking performance. You're not We're, talking right. uh, like how oh. he's beloved by fans. Absolutely. Yeah. So we're talking X's and O's. Okay. There are people who I think have warranted arguments that he's the best quarterback to ever play the game. And I think when you look at Roger Federer's game, right, the backhand, the drop shots, the flare, the no look shots, like we've seen a lot of those things from Aaron Rodgers. I think the mm-hmm. arm angles mm-hmm. are in comparison to what Roger Federer does. They're both flashy. They both pull rabbits out of hats. He's, you know, when their back is against the wall, sure. it's two guys you can trust. He's made the impossible happen. Um, he's won a whole hell of a lot of games. Mm-hmm. We always bag on him for not winning the biggest ones, but he has won a whole hell of a lot of games. So if you want to go by that, I mean, Federer has 103 career titles. Nadal, 92. Djokovic, 88 right now. Um, but sits third behind them in all-time Grand Slams. Exactly. I'm kind of, uh, you know, if you erase the personality part of it, from, an, from a production standpoint, I think there's a case to be made. Aaron Rodgers is a pretty good comparison with that. And... They both have great heads of hair. Yes, they do. I mean, I don't know if I agree with like Aaron Rodgers is doing with his hair right now, yeah. but it's a good head of hair. And I think anytime you could have some fun with it, like try to be Aircon, 
What is yeah. it? Mel Gibson, yeah. Nicolas Cage. Which one was he? Uh, Nicolas Cage. That one. Then you're, <laughs> Mel then you're rocking your hair. I still, the fact that Jeanette, up until, how old are you now? 31. Up until age 31. Now, that movie came out when she was probably six. I just saw it, what, two, three months ago? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So up until age 31, up until the year of our Lord, 2022, mm. Jeanette thought that Con Air starred Mel Gibson. That is one of my favorite things that has been revealed to us this year. Not your Labor Day uh, bender. Mm-hmm. Not Stone and uh, finding out that he free balls in a suit. It's that Mel Gibson, you thought Mel Gibson starred in Con Air. I love that. I absolutely love that. You know, before we go to break, I wanted to throw one more thing in there because it just hit me. Right, if we're comparing Aaron Rodgers and Roger Federer, I think body language too. Like you don't see a big grin, you usually get a smirk. Usually get winks to people left and right. Like he's not loud he's and rambunctious. Business. He's all business, but at yeah. the same time, he'll kill you. He's a he's a classy assassin. Classy assassin. I Both just came up with that myself. It's, it's beautiful. Like class assassin. Ooh. <laughs> well done. Well done. But I want to be one of those. A class assassin. A class assassin. Hey, Fed. Now I'm a little late to this party. Fed, have your people call me. You can take class assassin if you'd like. But just give me, like, I don't know, 10% of the cut. That's all I'm asking for. Not a big deal. Uh, If there was going to be an all-time NFL quarterback, all-time NBA great, that you would name that best mirrored Roger Federer's career so that we can describe it to the layman, who would it be? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweet at us, at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. Three seven seven six. We'll return. We'll keep talking about Fed. We have a whole lot to do. And when we return, we will talk to our good friend, Dr. Ross at Baptist Health Orthopedic Care. He is going to get us up to date with the biggest NFL injury news and what we can expect from a rehab standpoint as they try to get back onto the field. And we're going to focus on T.J. Watt, Steelers linebacker. She's Jeanette Javier. I'm Ken Lavica. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. Oh, From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Jeanette's mad at me because... I'm not mad, I'm more disgusted. It's two different things. (laughs) Tina came in here and we got to discussing pumpkins. And again, uh, Jeanette bought Stone and I pumpkin spice lattes, PSL, so she called them. Thank you. From the Mermaid Coffee Company. And uh, I'd never had pumpkin spice and definitely not in the month of September. And you know what? I don't hate it. I don't hate it. But we got to the subject of pumpkins and Tina wants to do like a pumpkin day next month, whatever that is, in the ESPN she West Palm office. She literally offices. just explained it. Well, she wants to like have pumpkin spice and she wants to have a pumpkin carving contest. And I said, it's too messy. I don't like... I'm fine carving the pumpkin. Listen to this. But I don't like doing the take the guts out of the pumpkin because it's so sticky and so wet. I don't like it. Isn't this the guy who started the show saying, you know, he looks at things in positivity or he usually doesn't have any No, no, no. I have an open mind. I have an open mind to things I haven't tried before. I've tried carving pumpkins. (laughs) I don't like taking out the guts. It's a good call. It's so messy. There's a difference. Yeah, I'll carve the pumpkin. Like if Stone or you will take the guts out of the pumpkin no, for me, I'll carve the pumpkin. No, handle your own dude, dang situation. Dude, I, I, will, I will rip your guts out any, right. any chance I get. All right? Well, when All you right. put it like that, what kind of guts are we talking get, about? Getting those guts. Yeah. It's, I mean, I'll, uh, yeah. All right. Fine. <laughs> Look at him scrambling. Ooh, that was, that was enticing. All right. So, so <laughs> uh, we have a lot to do. We've been talking to Roger Federer. 
Uh, we have, I mean, I literally have a list of things we need to get to since it's Thursday and it's Jeanette's final day. One of those things is uh, Dr. James Ross. He joins us from Baptist Health Orthopedic Care every week here on Ken Levicka Live to discuss the biggest injuries and the rehab component and what to expect, especially if there is a surgical procedure. And Dr. Ross joins us now here on Ken Levicka Live. And no surgery to speak of to this point. T.J. Watt, who knew immediately what he did last week when the Steelers played the Bengals, you could see him walking off late in the fourth quarter to the sideline saying, I tore my pec, I tore my pec. Well, sure enough, he tore his pec, and he is out for the next couple of weeks. Uh, Dr. Ross, when it comes to torn pecs, no surgery involved here. How rare is that when you tear a pec and you don't have to have a doctor go in and, and, uh, and sew you up? Uh, it's actually more common than you would think. Um, and ultimately, really, it usually comes down to what type of a pec injury uh, the patient or the athlete sustains. So the pec, as we're all familiar, is the big muscle in the chest. And as that muscle we've talked about before, the muscle kind of turns into a tendon, which is like a rope structure, and then that tendon or rope structure attaches to the bone. Now, you can tear these pec injuries um, anywhere along the line. You can tear it within the muscle. You can tear it kind of at the junction where the muscle meets the tendon, Mm -hmm. or you can tear it off of the bone cleanly. And the types of tears are very different, and the clean tear of the tendon off the bone is actually a lot more rare than we think, and those are the ones that we usually try to operate on. So my guess is that the type of injury he sustained is more along the lines of a muscle or muscle tendon junction injury. So when you're looking to heal a torn pec, and obviously the extent of the tear matters with this, but what would be a typical uh, rehabilitation plan and then a timeline for T.J. Watt to even get himself to maybe 90% where he feels like he can go out on the field and have enough range of motion and also pull and push to a point where he's not going to re-aggravate the injury? Yeah, it's a great question. So usually the first like week or two weeks is really aimed at kind of soft tissue control, um, soft tissue modalities, things like ultrasound, ice, stimulation to help to kind of get the inflammation out of the area. Now, we, the other thing we focus on is making sure the athlete maintains the range of motion because if we put an athlete in a sling for just two weeks and not have them move their arm, then they're going to have to battle stiffness or or the beginning of a frozen shoulder before getting their full range of motion back. So it's kind of a give and a take where you've got to respect the healing process, but then also be a little bit aggressive and moving things along. And as far as timing's concerned for this, my guess is it's probably going to be around six weeks, maybe up to eight weeks until you see him on the field. Uh, And then uh, just one more off of this. So Cody Rhodes in WWE, I'm I'm bringing up a pro wrestler here. He very early on in his time in the company uh, hurt himself, tore his pec while lifting, and actually wrestled in a match right after. And it was black and purple and spread from his pec down his arm. I mean, there was just a ton of swelling there. And he wrestled, and he was still able to lift up another human being. And I'm just curious... How are you able to do that with what seemed like, and he ended up having to have surgery, and he's still out. It's been several months now. Um, But be able to do that, still lift, still torque that area, while clearly he had a massive tear in something that was going to need to be addressed. 
Yeah, it's it's pretty crazy what the human body can do. But I mean, whenever someone tears their pec, that's pretty much what you see. You know, they come into the to the office or they come into the training room after a couple of days, and their whole chest wall, their arm, huh. down their belly can be completely bruised. But You'll be surprised because the pec has two heads to it. It's got a sternal head, which comes straight across your body, and then it's got a clavicular head, which is attached more on the collarbone. And most people, when they tear it, they tear the sternal head, and you still have a little bit left of the pec um, complex to assist with, with, that, uh, with, that, with that moment of adduction. Now, there's also obviously tons of other muscles around the shoulder, the deltoid, the biceps, the triceps, all these different things that would be allowed to have have you pick somebody up and throw them around. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, it's interesting because if this happened in the off-season or if this was at the tail end of the season, this may be something that they would operate on. But um, because of the timing of the season, if he was to have surgery, he'd be done for the whole year. So that often has to, to weigh into the to the decision-making factor whether or not you would operate on this or, or not. Dr. James Ross, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care. Uh, you have something, Stone, real quick? Yeah, had a question. So, Dr. Ross, we've touched on T.J. Watt, Cody Rhodes. Me and Ken kind of broke the news earlier that star wide receiver for the Miami Hurricanes is out indefinitely. Nothing. Xavier Restrepo. Xavier Restrepo. Nothing official. But if it were to be non-contact, how could you possibly break your foot? In what way? Oh, man. It and. It's it's crazy. Foot and ankle injuries in, in football, you can be running, you can plant your foot awkwardly um, and and really suffer an acute injury. But then there's also stress fractures. Uh, the Jones fracture in the foot, which is the fifth metatarsal, um, that's a possibility where that's kind of a wear and tear. It's a stress fracture that happens over time where maybe they have some foot pain that they're not disclosing to the athletic trainers or the physician and then finally it gives so um i guess time will tell once once the news breaks exactly what's going on and if it were a stress fracture because like i said nothing's come out officially you know how many weeks can miami fans expect for him to be out well it depends on what they decide to do so um if it is a stress fracture that's going to get surgery of that bone the fifth metatarsal or jones fracture um, most athletes are back to play somewhere around six weeks. So, you know, I don't know what's going on with that yet. I haven't heard. So I guess time will tell. Yep. Speaking of stress fractures, though, when I was training for the Palm Beach Marathon a couple of years ago, we had some foot pain. Dr. Ross said, hey, come on in, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care treatment. You're getting the expertise of Dr. James Ross, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care. Uh, before we let you go, Dr. Ross, uh, give me an FAU-UCF prediction score. Dr. Ross works very closely with Florida Atlantic. Uh, big Saturday night matchup, FAU-UCF. What is your, uh, what's your final score prediction here, Dr. Ross? I'm saying FAU wins by seven in an upset. I think that rules, and I'm on Uh-oh. board with you, and I'm all about that. Dr. Ross with the walk-off. Dr. Ross, appreciate you. We'll talk to you Saturday, okay? All right, we'll see you then, man. All right, that is Dr. James Ross, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care, if you're experiencing foot and ankle pain, you need to see an expert in the field like Dr. Ross. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists like Dr. Ross who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians and leading-edge treatments and technology to provide advanced orthopedic, 
foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. Speaking of pain, pain that is caused by trying to make yourself taller, by going in for a surgical procedure to make yourself taller, and an industry that has popped out of this attempt to make yourself taller. Jeanette has no clue what I'm talking about, and that's the way I like it. Jeanette, I'm about to introduce you to the weird world of short kings. Woo! It's Jeanette Javier. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3. So this is easily, easily one of the top five most insane things that I have ever read in my entire life. And I have dabbled in some sketchy stuff before, Mm -hmm. okay? But I saw GQ tweet out a story this morning by Chris Gayamali. That's the, the writer. It is a feature story with the headline, I wish I was a little bit taller. And it spoke to me. I'm 5'7". I've always been the short guy. And it was even worse for me when I was in grade school, junior high, early high school. I was the short guy with the ears that stuck out. Not great. And then I came into my own later in high school. Stallion. This guy. That's right. What up, ladies? But before that, not good. Not good. And, you know, I never had acne, but I would get these gigantic-ass pimples, like on my nose and on my forehead and boy, I tell you one time, I had <laughs> oh this one God. on the tip of my oh, nose. No, 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 no. And I had to, I, no. I was like, it hurts. I got to pop it. No, no, I'm no. telling you, it was like, you know, when it, when you pop a pimple and it's got that satisfying, like, and then like the stuff comes out. Yeah. It happened like four times. Like in one pimple, there was like layers to it. It was like a ground floor, a basement, a ground floor, a second level, and then an attic. It was like, and it like exploded yeah. all over the mirror. It was disgusting. You squirt it towards the really hot girl yeah. in your class. No, 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 no. This she was, loves that. No, no, it was against my bathroom mirror. It just went. Like, just whiteheads and like goo Stop. and blood. Like it was awful. Mm, I can see it. Yeah. I can see it. What but is then that it, scene from Animal House? Look, I'm <laughs> it. Yeah, right. It, it kind of it helped the pimple. The pimple went away right after that. So Boy, that, that baby was full. That thing was. <laughs> Got to drain her out. That thing was loaded. What? It was loaded. Pimple popping and spitting. Two things you never do in front of a girl. I didn't do it in front of a girl. I did it in the comfort of my bathroom. But I, I'm saying it, it, it filled up my bathroom mirror. I know I'm not alone here, but yeah, the superior other always pops the pimples for you. I mean, I'm somebody who gets. Uh, Excuse it, it's, me. It's a it's, it's like what a total like it's say? a total like thing. You're it's a, what? It's a total thing. Wait, what did he say? What did he say? Can you please repeat what you said? I said a lot of the times you're saying, "Ew, don't p- pimp pop, don't pop pimples around me." <laughs> don't pimp pop, <laughs> but yeah, but I think you know, you know, my girlfriend. And I think plenty of other wives and, and girlfriends out there. Well, uh, they like to pop blackheads. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm talking. I'm not yeah. talking about no, that is no. Weird. blackheads. I'm not getting. Hey, you I, know what? No, I'm we're talking. Jeanette's the one who who makes out with dudes after they vomit. So I don't know what the fuss <laughs> is all point. about here. Uh, that's a good point. That is, uh, that's that's a good counterpoint from Stone. But I am curious. Do you pop your significant other's pimples? No. 
Do you pop your I'm partner's not a, pimples? Ladies. I have confidence in the people that are going to answer this question. Do you pop your partner's pimples? No. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Now, in this case, um, the the nose pimple that exploded all over my bathroom mirror, that was me. That was a Ken Levicka production. Ken Levicka on <laughs> Ken Levicka Crime, okay? Um, but but my wife will will pop pimples on my back. Uh, blackheads, like things like that. They love it. Every love single it. day. It just, it just Every eats single it day. Up. Not literally, but like loves it. Eats it up as well. I agree with yeah. you. So like this is a this is a uh, a thing, Jeanette. You wouldn't pop a partner's pimple, I someone you love yeah. dearly, and I'm like, hey, you got this on your back. If a man expects <laughs> me with my beautiful nails that I spend $80 a month on every day. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, you got to get under. To you got to dig in. <laughs> you guys carry on your face. You don't get pimples because you don't know how to take care of yourself. Again, you're you're in the minority here. You're dead wrong, and, and you're I'm you're and you're and you're the and you're the single one here. So all class. of this is adding up. Hey, real quick, could you get could you get Tina in here, Stone? Because yeah. I just I need to find someone with a another person with a partner. Okay, because I'm curious. Jeanette is clearly grossed out by the thought this of pimples and blackheads. But I'm telling you, once you're with somebody, and I, what's the, I feel like. Hey, baby. Oh, you got something on your back. Yes, that's, that's how it goes. Verbatim. It's what? like, hey, let me just pop that for you. Verbatim. Yeah. Like, just, like oh this my God, there's three. Like, oh my God, there's three big ones. Oh, these ones are good. Yeah, yeah. And they, sometimes they get excited about it. <laughs> yes. Like it's a conquest. This <laughs> it is. is. Terrible. <laughs> And they wash Ladies, their hands after like they just won a yeah. championship. Yeah, like, oh man, I worked for that. Mm-hmm. Like, Christina, I, I just I need we need you. Please Tina, help me fix Tina, something. real quick. This is terrible, with Scott, and I'm not okay with this. With Scott, because Jeanette is just horrified right I'm now. Disgusted. And by the way, do you do you willingly pop your partner's pimples? 888-760-3776. Um, Stone and I, we have we have partners uh, that that. I, I would actually say that there is satisfaction that Vivi derives from from something like like this on my shoulder I can't get it she's like I got it bam major satisfaction like, she loves it like yeah. and Jess same thing with you Jeanette is is close to vomit they're like taking care of their man almost right do you I will do you, cook for you and, I will clean for you I am not popping anything off your skin and now keeping I, I have willingly popped a, a, a vv pimple a plenty because it's a give and take relationship absolutely right? you got to make sacrifices for mm-hmm. one another so tina uh and again uh tina lemay who you can hear on the uh, the home team every day uh four to five fifty five here on espn 1063 uh do you do you pop scott pimples i love it what <laughs> i'm done <laughs> i love I told popping you, his pimples i told you I told no! you. I told you. If I need one popped, you know, I just ask him too. Like, hey, Tina! can Yeah, I can't always reach them, you know? Absolutely. I love it. Again, it's There's a you. satisfaction of popping them. I told you. Very, I told you, very normal thing here, Jeanette. Very normal. It's so normal. No, it's not. And what is like the amount of time you got to be with someone? Like three months? Four months, five months. Yeah, you need to give it some time. Like you don't just pop anyone's pimples. Maybe maybe, right. maybe half a year. You got to know they're for you before you start popping their pimples. Yes. Yeah. Yes. See, and Jeanette, that's the thing. Like, I think if you settle down with a nice young man mm. and you're with him for it. like four or five months, then you're gonna be like, pop, pop, like line them up, line them up, sweetie. The weather outside completely changed. It is dark and stormy now. God does not agree with you guys. God is God is against us. So, uh, but Tina, again, Tina enjoys it. That's what Stone and I were telling you, Jeanette. Like, we weren't lying about this. When you're in a relationship long enough with somebody, you got to get in there. No, what <laughs> I got to get in done, there and get that whitehead. Plain and simple. There ain't, yeah. no, there ain't no way to, you know, 
sugarcoated. What yeah. I have thought is I was dating a guy and I looked at his face and I was like, you got some issues on your face. You and said I that? The face, well, I didn't say it like that. I was a little nicer. I was like, no, honey, you need to like clean up your face a little bit. So I got him a face wash and I got him like strips. So he can do it himself, but I didn't do no, it. No, no, my wife isn't popping pimples on my face. I can handle that. But like on your back, sometimes That's you get some big old back pimples. I want all the pimples. The face, the back. Oh, like, so I'll you, all you'll the lay them down You're and just... freak. Wow. Yeah, yeah. No, you are a pimple freak. No, I'm kind of... That's no, all right. I'm the same okay, way, too. if it's too. like a big white head, yeah, I want to like, pop it. Like, she doesn't trust me to get the ones off my face properly. She's like, I don't want you to scar. Let me yes, get it. exactly. Like, I'm like, let me do this gently. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna make a scar. Like, I, I want to gently do it. <laughs> Like hyperventilating, I can see her like I'm, just I'm, I'm just right Jeanette now. might not want to be my friend anymore I'm, after this. I'm just so <laughs> disgusted. I need a new show. I'm just confused. <laughs> this is amazing. I'm just confused. You know, we had a conversation with you last week where you're in an arcade at 4 a.m. Then going to McDonald's in the strip club and then you know falling asleep midway eating through salad and how that's <laughs> how how pimping popples is grosser scra- scratching blackheads off of somebody, whiteheads off of somebody. I guess. Just I mean, a dip, different kind of freak than y'all. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, I'm like way classier. I ain't touching no. I think it's funny. Like Tina's all about it. Things. All about it. Tina, she just you dives don't think right about in. Your nails too. Like you get I your wash my on? hands. I get a, some toilet paper, some tissue while I'm yeah. doing it. Like it's a little not, grip. Yeah. <laughs> and, and like, yeah. If little I need leverage. to get a needle, uh-huh. to yeah. really, that's how you like, get under and pop that. And like if I'm gonna brag about you nasty asses, then my nails are popping. Why is it sharp nails? Why is it nasty? That's even better. I'm not gonna. No, just Disgusting. you just flick off the whitehead. It's fine, dude. You see, I guess most of the people you're dealing with are strangers. You know, you know. So, <laughs> yeah, you're so not getting a problem. Yeah. So that makes perfect like, sense. Jeanette, don't I'm go up to the strip street. club. Be like, oh, oh, hey, hey or, can I get that one? Or a one a one night stand, like post, you know, getting down. You're in the shower and you're like, oh, let me get those. And the guy's like, what the? <laughs> get off of me. Get off of me. Yeah, what if Jeanette? Jeanette, if if you're in a situation where you're with a guy and you wake up in the morning, what I would do, like scratch no, his back no. and just do some due diligence, like mm-hmm. and be like, hey. Can I get that for you? And then just try it out. See, just reaction. tell us, tell us how you feel about it, because I feel like you might be into it. It's a conquest. It's so a, wait, I have a question for you, yeah. Ken and Stone. Do your spouses like? Do they ask to pop your pimples? Like, if I just see one, I'm just going right for no, it. No, no. There's no. I I have no control over the situation. I'm at the I'm at the whim of my wife. If she sees a blackhead or sees a pimple, she's in there. Yep. Like, yeah. I, okay. I, I got to stand still. I've got no choice. 100 percent agree with you, Jess. You guys are freaks. <laughs> you're talking to every and other. Tina. You're talking and to. Tina. I already yelled at Tina to her face right now. Uh, that's, that's just how it goes. You'll find out someday, Jeanette. Someday. I promise you. You'll get it. Do you pop? Do you willingly pop your partner's pimples? Eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. Eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. More than I did after Labor Day weekend. <laughs> Tweeted us at KLV one zero six three. I don't know what the big pus is about. <laughs> That's Jeanette Javier. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.